0: We're talking about the top 10 essential ska songs. Uh, I'm taking you a trip around the world to Columbia where we meet a ska band. And we're going to discuss some of our favorite ska memories of 2019. All this and more on The Upbeat. Welcome to on
1: the upbeat. I'm Matt and I'm Aaron. And what a day we have planned for you. I know, a day. Well, I'm just working. so you're going to have to spend the entire 24-hour period with us. <laughs> and just this this is a 24-hour long podcast. Oh, we did. Can we did. You? We recorded
0: everything that happened today and now we're just going to play back for you. <laughs> Starting with waking up late for work. I'm going to take it. Oh no. No. So uh, <laughs> I you know, we're recording from the tiny house right now. And uh-huh. as Matt knows, it's pretty far out there. We live Deep into the canyon. I'm not gonna tell you which canyon because we like to to be kept secret, and it's our secret place. Even but though you post about it all the time, all the time. <laughs> I mean, hypothetically, you could just geotag us and and find it. But it's it's far, and, and it work. <sighs> We work. Rach and I work about an hour to hour and 50 minutes away. Right. That is, so that's our travel time in the morning to get to work. Uh, and we teach preschool music classes uh, a couple of days a week. And that's what I'm specifically talking about. And this morning I woke up. Uh, th- by the way, the classes are shorter. It only takes an hour to get to the classes on today, which is uh, a Wednesday, right. which is the day that we release this podcast. And I wake up and I go, Oh no, I'm I'm late. Keep in mind, my classes start at 9.30 on Wednesdays. On Monday and Tuesdays, they start at 9 o'clock. For some reason, I read on the map on Waze that it was going to get there at 9.30. But in reality, I got there at (laughs) 8.30. Because I saw 8 and I thought 9. And so I was at my school one
1: hour early and just (laughs) sat there. Well, good time to catch up on reading. That's how this day. That's how this day started. Oh boy. Oh, well, uh, it's one of those days. Oh, oh no. no. Oh uh, no. I did not have such a a sort of surprising day that it seems like you had. Like showing up an hour early. Yeah, it was uh, such a
0: surprise. Yeah,
1: I had a fairly relaxed day for the most part. So. Uh, yes, queen. We did some Christmas shopping. My wife and I. Oh,
0: that's nice. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, because there's so few moments that we can do it without the kids around, so we took advantage of... um, She needed to take some time off work today for a doctor's appointment, so... You know, she just basically then took the whole day off. <laughs> and I saw that you.
0: I mean, obviously, the, the secrets out of the bag. We do record these about one week in advance, yeah, usually. Usually about a one week in advance, maybe a couple days in advance. Uh, Matt just put up his Christmas tree like a couple days ago.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, wah, wah. I that's late. That's so late. It says, I still see people this today putting up that they're getting a tree. I'm I'm the guy that likes Christmas uh, right. right after. Halloween. You don't have a tree in here, so I don't know why you're. Giving me uh,
0: I have a metal tin that says happy holidays. I have a garland and I have
1: something that says believe now. But I dec- believe in Santa Claus. Our our decorations have been up even before that, though. Well, oh, that's the, nice for the tree. We out. do have a tree, but I don't know if you saw.
0: We have this like fancy schmancy. <laughs> we're, talk, we're not talking about anything about music, but we have this fancy okay. schmancy air purifier. OK, that right. my sister in law got us and my sister in law's got us. And the it's yellow right now. Which means it's like medium air. and, and So we're going to die soon as we so, Yeah, dying. so it goes red if it's bad, which it is a lot. And then it and then it filters it through when it's blue, it's good. But if you go over by and fart, it turns red. <laughs> <laughs> and I have tested it uh, many times. It's funny. I crop dust it and then all of a sudden it turns red and it's fun. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah, well, you know, it, it is what it is. So
1: I... I, is it really late to buy your Christmas tree around, like, December 7th? I think so. I, I think you want to just enjoy it as long as possible. Um, my Actually, my kid, uh, he was like... My kid that's in high school, he was like, was like why are we buying it so soon? It's just going to die. I'm like, well, not if you water it. Well, no, you're it. supposed to put water in it. And stuff. So, <laughs> like well, you that, could, you're a real tree kind of guy. Oh, yes. I, oh, that, that, that's good. Yeah, if if I had a fake one, I, I would... Every year, here, this is how this goes. Every year, it's like, I will, you know, up till Christmas, mm-hmm. I'm never gonna have a fake tree, ever. I go to buy a tree. Most years, it's, like, a horrendous task. Yeah. This year, it actually worked out. But, like, most years, it's, like, super annoying to, like, because we live upstairs, like, our main living area is actually upstairs. <laughs> So it's kind of difficult and getting in and out of the car. Yeah. yeah. Most years we had a small car. So it was kind of a task. Well, I also think I I have been to your
0: house and I think it's hard. I mean, if you to get that tree into the garage through the, I mean, through the garage door and then up the stairs and up around, it's hard. Yeah.
1: So you tend to, you know, curse the idea of bringing a tree into your house. Like never again. I'm never going to do this. (laughs) And then you get it up and you go. Hmm, that's nice it is nice and then so you're like and then you know all year never not getting a, a real tree and then for like one minute on the day I buy it I'm like I'm going to get a plastic one next year.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, we we have a plastic one. We have we actually have one that's like in a, in a vase that then twirls up and has lights. Mm. But that's where they goes, where the air purifier is. Keep in mind, we're in a tiny house, so we have very limited space. Sure. Uh, but the Christmas lights are up. But yeah, we have so. two Christmas trees, fake ones, that we use for our Kids' Imagination show that we do at Santa's Village and we do other places. And right. When we're not going to use them, we're going to put them out into just the yard. So it's like, oh, look, we have Christmas trees out. So <laughs> and it's fun. I love Christmas. I love Christmas, too. I, I don't mind. Uh, gifts are fine. But uh, unless you guys want to, our listeners want to send us gifts, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, we but, will take your gifts. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just like the season. I like I, I like the cold. I mean, you
1: were talking about earlier. You don't like the cold. But I like the cold, um, and I like I'm to fun- bundle up. I'm fine with cold, except for sometimes what it does to my body. Oh. <laughs> and my body's like...
0: Yes, queen. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: That's, well, that went awkward real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant sinus headaches and stuff like that. When it yeah. Changes. Uh. Sinus, sinus headaches. We don't like sinus headaches. <laughs> yes. So, but, I, you know, you get through those early couple months when it it's turning into cold. And then from, like, I kind of think by, like, from now until, like, I don't know... February when it starts to get warmer again, I'm fine. And then in February when the weather You know
0: what's kind of crazy is because our we're here in Southern California I right. feel like our weather patterns are so different and they're changing all the time. We yeah. Because we're up in the mountains for doing our little Santa's Village show uh, it just snowed. I mean it was a blizzard. It was crazy. And we yeah. got rain and it's really cold earlier this year. Because uh, usually you think like December it's cold. But usually right. it's not. I mean it's not hot but it's not this cold. It's like 70.
1: Yeah, That's you know, what we think of Southern California Christmas. But we're getting down
0: to 55. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <gasps> I it's,
1: know. It's been raining. So <sighs> the, the rain and the snow. Oh. And I and I because uh, Megan's family is on the East Coast, if they're listening, I already they're like, oh, shut up. You don't have to shovel your driveway, you moron." <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I think like if you live in 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 those weathers, you you're that's part of your daily right. routine you adapt. right you adapt
0: to it our routine is we're in paradise and we don't want we don't and, want it we to don't change. want it to change
1: <laughs> 70 or nothing you that's know we, we pay want. a lot of money to be here exactly uh, come on mother nature get it right we eat a lot of
0: top ramen to live in this, in this area. Uh, that,
1: that's true yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah yeah i i was looking it's so funny because i was looking online i'm like you know we're at the end of the year this is going to be our final episode for the year and that's, this is episode what number 14
1: 14 yep what i look know as we're doing this Our, yeah the, the <laughs> whole time like we're like uh, is this just gonna stop or no, we're, we're gonna, gonna still stop? do this <laughs>
0: so i was like well how fun would it be to just kind of like look at some like top songs not maybe none of the of the year but top songs of just in general it's like eh, you know way you know this is the end of the yeah. year we're done because not a lot of ska records end up coming out Right. During the year and, and Because just the amount of Scott bands is limited And all that yeah, uh, And no one puts out albums anymore No, so. <laughs> it's like singles and stuff like that uh, yeah. But here's here, I found this article And, and it, this is from TrebleZine.com And it's the two guys Or gentlemen that are writing it Is Jeff Turek and Adam Blyweiss Blyweiss <laughs> Blyweiss <laughs> It's a funny last name Adam, I, you're a great writer, so it doesn't matter. Blay Weiss, that's fun. Uh, anyway, they put out a, a list of the top ten essential ska songs, and they're like, "Hey, if you love ska, I mean, what's what's an album that pretty much everybody owns? Like, what band? What band do you think everybody that likes ska owns? Real big fish. Real big, big turn fish. Turn off the radio. Yeah, turn the radio. Off. I mean, yes, you know, or even I would say even Aquabats or Mighty Mighty Boston's, or I would even yeah. say, say Ferris. Anything that sure. was probably on the radio, yeah. uh, and then that's yeah. And then everything else is probably more local based or anything that comes around, right. or, or word of mouth, right? Um, this they put together this list of top ten, kind of essentially saying that this is these are the building blocks of ska music. This right. is these are all older songs. These are not uh, none anyway. of the, none of them are third wave. None of them. I mean... Maybe they come very, very close. They're close. They're they're definitely close. But we're talking... It starts in the 60s. Right. You know, the first song that we're going to play... And we're going to play these songs. We're not going to play them all. Uh, We're playing them one by one. uh, Just a little bit of each. Yeah, just just not all the way through. No,
1: no. Because that would just be a lot of just music. And (laughs) And and all this is music. But we're just... We just like to talk. So we... we, (laughs) You can listen to music anytime. Right now, you're listening to our thoughts. We love our own voice. (laughs) Uh, so, So the first... Song. Uh, this is
0: Prince Buster. Have you heard of him?
1: I have, uh,
0: and I'll be honest with you, I haven't.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking up stuff. History of Scott. Mm-hmm. His name comes up. I think you were you're an encyclopedia of the genre. I, I, I there are de- same my feelings about Star Wars. There's always people that know more, and uh, but no
0: one knows more <laughs> of Star Wars than you. <laughs>
1: it's not it's so not true.
0: Well, you know when this comes out. Uh, th- we're gonna be only a few days away from
1: that's true from Star Wars. Yeah, when this drops, um, this episode drops the next day. I will be seeing episode nine. Yeah, it's are you so excited? Weird. It's so weird. We'll we'll have to edit. From, you know, even though this isn't a you know movie podcast, we'll definitely talk about it when we come back. <laughs> Lucas wanted to make twelve
0: movies. I originally. <sighs> In an interview, yeah. I just read that. In an interview, he originally wanted to make yeah, twelve.
1: I yeah, I yes, you're right. I, I mean, I don't
0: know. That. I just literally read that, and that could have somebody could have made that up. I
1: I I think he 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 envisioned that it could go that far. Yeah, I don't think he really saw it going that no. far.
0: The Wills, the Wills. He wanted right. he wanted more of the Wills.
1: Yes, that would have been the trilogy that he built seven, eight and nine on. But you know, you can't get what you want all the time. Usually <laughs> <Especially laughs> when you sell it away.
0: <laughs> well yeah, you can't complain. He's got all the money in the world now. Mm-hmm. Did you know we were playing a show uh up north Pensacola. No, I don't know. I'm not really good at geography, but it's one of those. It's around San Jose area. Okay, yeah. And uh, we were playing a little community center. It was actually a great show. I just remember being so sweaty, but I, I sweat a lot anyway. So <laughs> I just remember specifically that one's really sweaty. And we were walking, and I just down the street, and in a cafe, small cafe, there was George Lucas. Wow. In the window wow. eating food. Wow. I saw him. Literally, it was just a pane of glass
1: was in between. Yeah. And I didn't do anything. Did you walk up to him and go, live long and prosper? Oh, I should have. And then he's like, <laughs> wrong wrong movie, moron. <laughs> I,
0: I wanted to go up to Clint Eastwood and go, hey, I loved your movie. And when you say, get off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, just start doing all those lines. Anyway, so Prince. <laughs> now back to the Prince Scott. Buster. So this is, this is uh, from 1963. Nineteen sixty three. Uh, and you know, the the gentlemen who are writing this article on this, they they're saying that, you know, covers are encoded into the DNA of ska, rock, steady, and Reggae. And sure. I think so. They I mean every ska band yeah. plays covers.
1: Yeah. And, and we make, I actually think up and coming bands of any genre need to especially early on, need to do covers because I think from when you're seeing a new artist, it helps you like I know that song. And now I can see your talent with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, oh yeah.
0: And I think it's 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 one of the things that every every band does. Yeah. But I think when you're a rock band playing a rock song, it's when if what's unique about it is a ska band playing a rock a rock song yeah. something different rock uh, yeah. yeah. So this is I mean so this song is a cover song uh, that Prince Buster did. It's called Enjoy Yourself, and it's one from. Uh, Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians first made this, and it was an American Top Ten hit in the 1950s. So, yeah, so our first one happens to be a cover song, but it is uh, all the way back from 1963 uh, called Enjoy Yourself from Prince Buster.
2: Good to be wise when you're young.
1: It's uh you know listening to a song like that you understand why the term rock steady comes out of it cuz it's really like a steady beat. Yes. Like it it doesn't have a whole lot of movement it that especially like in the horns yeah. obviously the tempo obviously is the same. But it's like and the horns just hitting that bump 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 everything bump, is
0: everything bump. literally is doing that yeah. yeah.
1: And so it's this steady rhythm that sort of Sort of sets it apart from other musical genres. Yeah. Pick it
2: up, pick it up, pick it up,
1: that booty! And so you, you you know, being how early this song is, you see the framework that other bands built off. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, you know, because you still hear elements of this type of stuff, even in third wave that had more of a punk influence, but it would be like, you know, it'd be a, a punk verse with a more rock steady chorus yeah. and, you know, combining... Yeah, so...
0: It's interesting, I mean, because even then, I mean, it's stylized, and it's very clear what it is.
1: Right. Yeah, there's no... You're not confused.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, the genre is... that. I mean, there it is.
1: Right, like, uh, oh gosh, uh, so, uh, gosh, I can't think of the guy's name. Oh man, there's this song that was pretty popular this year that, like, every... They did so many remixes of it, I think... Oh man.
2: (laughs) Yes, this song. But it was like this this
1: hip hop song. Oh gosh. um, That was like, got ended up on the country charts. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's it's the Old Town Road. Old Town Road. So that song, like, it got. Like, no one knew what to classify it classified as because, like, it's, like, got this country twang to it. But at the same time, it also is this hip-hop song. And they didn't know how to classify
2: it.
0: Yeah, right. Oh, the
1: old town road. Just, who's I'm the artist on this? It's Little Nas
0: X. Little Nas Lord. X. And he says, Little Nas X always said, I'm going to just old keep doing remixes to keep, keep it at number one. Yes. I got the horses in the
1: back. The I mean, it's a Bob. Uh, it, <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad <laughs> song. What I'm saying is, there was like an argument. In the country genre, like for the country music awards or country radio stations, were yeah. arguing over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does this fall under country? Well,
0: they took him out. They, right. they, said and they, it, they said it and they yanked it. And, and then they everyone got it. pissed. And then they brought uh, <laughs> um, Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus, Billy Ray Cyrus and. Said it. and So then he's in it. So no. then it is a country song. So then right. it came back. So they like, well, I guess we can't deny that. And then they put the uh, the Walmart yodeling kid in it. So they <laughs> right. did another version where <laughs> right.
1: he gets a verse. So everybody right. gets a verse. Yes. Just to keep it up at number one. But the, so the, the reason I brought it up is because, you know, the song we just listened to, like... It, um, you know, it's like you said, there's no de- denying what it is, yeah. but like songs like my little Nas X that we just heard is, you know, there's these arguments over it. and that's sort of where I think modern music is kind of going in the sense that it's genre less Yeah. or it's sort of multi-genre.
0: Well, it's taking more of like that pop, everything, everything almost. Right. Like right. And that's what
1: it me. ends. But that's what it ends up. Yeah happening if you if you're trying to sort of check a bunch bunch of boxes to not fall into a box mm-hmm. it's so i mean i could we could talk about music check all the boxes
0: and now you're everything <laughs> and now you're everything
1: <laughs> and you, yeah. you appeal to everyone all the time
0: yeah well uh number two dandy Livingston.
1: so uh it is a name it's once again a name I've seen but it, you know i i can honestly say. You know, at well, now that the song I think we're about to play, I did not realize. Well,
0: because we talked about this earlier, and I should have just kept it a secret to, and just kind of test your knowledge on it. But so, Danny, Danny Livingston, this song, it came out in 1967. Right. Uh, and it's called, and you'll recognize it, it's Rudy, A Message to You. And the reason why you recognize it is because the specials covered it in 1979. Right. Uh, it became a huge hit for them. And, and, the original, though, is is a foundation for the ska genre. And I think I've never heard Dandy Livingston's version. I've only heard the special's version. Yeah. Uh, that being said, the, you know, Rudy is reggae shorthand for? Rude Boy. Which is a thug, a gangster, and an out-of-control youth. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which modern day, like in Orange County, we just use it as sort of like someone who likes ska, like for the most part. Like Yeah. But I do understand its its deeper context.
0: The it says back in the day when dance clubs were held in low esteem low esteem by parents and police, with pop music thought to merely rile up hooligans, this classic Trojan Records cut Sata assuage <laughs> I hate words Words <laughs> are the worst Words are hard
1: uh, Basically the song The kids' about- wildest <laughs>
0: instinct So yeah. anywho uh, I'm just going to play it You're going to recognize it But this is definitely The original by From Dandy Livingston
2: Stop your running about It's time you straighten right out Stop you running around, making trouble in the town. Ah, oh, Rudy,
0: a message to you. Rudy. That's, that's the title of the song. Yeah. A message to you. Rudy. Yeah. Rudy. I love it! I love it! I
1: do. And I love the specials version, but I actually like. I like his version a little more. Maybe you can, because you're the musician, so maybe you can sort of, uh, I don't know if you want to queue up the specials version, Um, but does, it feels like that version is at a slightly faster tempo than the specials version? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Let me see here. Uh, it's, it,
0: it, it, would you, wait, wait, what did you see, say this version is what? The version we just heard. Yeah.
1: Is at a faster tempo. It is. Hey, temp- it's funny. Tempo.
0: It is at a faster tempo. This one is at 107.3 BPMs and the, the specials version is at 103.
1: Cause I was just thinking it feels like more happier.
0: Yeah, it l- does. It does feel a little, little more
1: happier. More- So, here is the
0: specials. Now, listen to I'm going to
2: blend it right in.
0: It's a different key, too. That, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. Good call. I didn't I, even think about that. Yeah. And, and so, like... That's what I, it seemed more, um, uh, the specials version seems a little bit more ominous because of that sort of slower tempo. Yeah. You know, uh, slow sounds always sound like something's coming and something to worry about. Um, but, uh, you know, the uptempo of the other one makes it sound like, Hey man, just calm down. Everything's cool. Like it, it's, it sounds more like an encouragement versus what sounds like a warning, (laughs) You know, I'm not saying obviously that's what the specials are trying to do, but yeah. that's sort of the differences. In the but
0: film. I mean, but it is interesting that the, that it's changed. Yeah. And it was yeah. a, definitely a choice that they did.
1: Hmm. Right. Uh, number three,
0: Desmond Decker and the Aces. Have you ever heard of uh, them?
1: Yeah. Once again, it's just a name that comes across <laughs> when I read things.
0: This is uh, the song is called 007 Shantytown. Yeah. Uh, And it's an old popular, it's an old, it was an old song that was, you know, a cover song uh, that, that Desmond Deckard and the Aces did. It's, the take is Desmond Deckard's 007. It's a classic ska single that became a hit 16 years later when musical youth recorded their own version. So, oh, so, so no, that was the original, and then they made it. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: You're just reading it as you go. Sort of, yeah.
0: Uh. So it,
1: is this so with the 007 reference, is it a James Bond reference, or is it something else?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to definitely listen to it. Yeah, It's an example of an aesthetic and cultural staple that eventually came to be a defining song for an entire style of music that's what they're saying about this song specifically Uh, a pioneering rude boy narrative inspired by the stylish cool of oceans 11 so no, it doesn't sound like it's 007 like like but it's a reference bond but probably it's just referencing maybe you know what why don't we just listen to it this is desmond decker uh 007 Honest, I'm not a fan. <laughs> but I mean, this is a, it's a subjective, right? Well, what did you say? Something about Ocean's Eleven in there? Well, it said it's a pioneering rude boy narrative inspired by the stylish cool of Ocean's Eleven. The song has roots in real life.
1: So, chaos. is it referring to like the original,
0: the original Ocean's Frank, Eleven, yeah. Frank Sinatra? Ocean's yeah, because 11. this came out in in nineteen sixty seven. I guess this was written after protest turned violent, mm. and the song is an observation of un- of real life unrest. The lyrics are: "Them a loot, them a shoot, them a wail."
1: And I, I mean. I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, don't want to speak too ill of the genre, but sometimes songs sound because in the whole in the whole time I was just in my head going but um but um which sounded oh, like no. the you know, yeah. Rudy a messaged you. Well yeah, this Buh-dum-buh. came out a couple years later. <laughs> and I mean look, it songs, you know, I always used to tell people when you know, you know, Scott all sounds the same and I go, Okay, F- true, yeah. like let's. But that goes not with any, all. that but goes, that goes with with
0: any genre, right?
1: Right. I guarantee you, like you can pick <sighs> any band in the world, and you. I'll tell you, like you can do. That's how Weird Al does style yeah. parodies because mm-hmm. he finds the things that that band always does, yeah. and then you just repeat them.
0: But here's the deal, too. As I, Rachel, and I always have this conversation. The when people get sued because four of the notes or five of the notes sound the same, right? And I go, <laughs> this. There's only so yeah, many it's, melodies you can it's do. math, people. There's only so many you can do in sort of pop music. It's like that genre, it, things are going to sound the same. So I don't...
1: Yeah, yeah. I was <clears throat> uh, just thinking of the, you know, uh, the Ghostbusters theme from the original movie. Yeah. Um, it got... Someone got sued, uh, whether it was the record company or the guy that did the song, I don't remember, by Huey Lewis. Yeah. Because uh, he said it sounded a lot like his song... Uh, a new drug, which I listen to them and I go, yeah, but no, at the same time, like the there are moments, there are sh- certain parts of the structure that sound the same, but then other parts that aren't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I don't know.
0: I don't know. Sorry, I'm opening a uh, candy cane.
1: Candy cane. Tis Kay. the
0: season. All right, uh, the next one, uh, madness. And what who? song? God, <laughs> what song do you think it is? Uh, I'm gonna, just a shot in the dark. One step beyond. One step <laughs> beyond. Yeah, it turns out that the optimal skanking track is, in fact, mostly instrumental. Wow. Well, oh. Who would have known? <laughs> uh, I love it. It's great. Uh, and Jack Black. Uh, chooses this song in high fidelity as uh, his top five to be played at his funeral oh because it's one is beyond oh. and all that stuff uh, so let's listen to it i mean this is one that does not sound like 007 shantytown
2: hey you don't watch that watch this this is the heavy heavy monster sound the nuttiest sound around so, if you're coming off the street and you're beginning to feel the heat,
0: I mean, I guess I should have well, skipped listen, this
2: intro. You better start <laughs> to move your feet. Oh, no. To the Oh, no. Pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up. It up that
0: booty. <laughs> Here we go. Funny because in the article it says this is just kind of like tequila, (laughs) you you know. It's like it's
1: instrumental, and you're like tequila. And uh, I don't, you know, I've heard several people uh, saying that, uh, and I think you did on the podcast saying, saying you don't really like sax. No, but
0: I do – I know I like sax. And, and we were talking about – we were talking about if you built your favorite band, right, what would right, it be, right? I love saxophone. I think the saxophone in that is great. I yeah. do like the song a lot, yeah.
1: No, no, that's what I was going to say. I was going to point to – this is the song I'd pull out and go, really? Yeah. Don't like sax? No, – <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> you got it. And uh, it's such a – and that's the thing, like, I don't always need – you know, ska songs have words, even though, you know, that tends to be where I approach music in general of just, yeah, I'm attracted to the words, Uh but, Ooh. At the same- <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but, um, you know, a song like this, like, you can't deny that it's just infectious, you yeah. know, a sound. And like I think that's,
0: just- a- and everyone knows that song.
1: Yes. Everyone knows and, that song. It's uh, you know, <laughs> like tequila. You should really know the lyrics. It's, it's on. One, and you can skip the beginning. Like, I didn't do. I, You know what? Honestly, I forgot how long that I, intro like, is. I was like, oh, wait. And then I'm looking down, is and I re- can see it. I can
0: see the waveforms on my computer. And I'm like, oh, I just skipped it. Is
1: he reading a book?
0: <laughs> uh, so the next one, this, it's the specials. Oh, that's yeah, awesome! This is specials. Uh, if it's it,
1: Rudy, message to you. <laughs> it is not
0: Rudy. It's called Gangsters. Uh, oh right, yeah. yeah. This two tone band from Coventry comprises uh, comprises one of a very few definitive acts of the genre, and their first single, Gangsters, is argu- arguably their defining song. So this is Gangsters, their defining song, according to this article. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't. I did not preview these songs, so I don't know what this is. But maybe I do. Because you know, you know, sometimes you don't know the, yes. the name of songs, and you're like, oh, this song. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> it's my ringtone. I yep. didn't know it was the specials. Okay, here it is. Gangsters from the specials.
1: <laughs> Another one <line. laughs> should have skipped it. <laughs> oh, not quite as well. <laughs>
0: Yes, I know the song. Yeah. So this came out in 1979. I mean if you notice a trend, it's all before the 80s,
1: all a lot of these songs. Yeah, so mostly we've covered two tone yeah but here's the
0: the thing man I don't know like Madness that Madness song came out in the exact same year as this song did and that Madness song sounds so good yeah
1: Madness is a good band
0: Man, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing: I'm not, I didn't like. I'm not a fan of that song. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, that,
1: and, that, and that's what it's hard like for Man, me. I, uh... I mean, I kind of know where we're going through these songs, but like for me, I would agree that these are the building song, the building, the building songs, <laughs> the building songs, the building bricks of what we sort of came into ska mm-hmm. with. Like you know, um, you know, third wave ska. I totally get it, but yes. Two tone was never has never been my favorite. No. Uh, uh,
0: but but you know, and it's so many because there's a lot of newer two tone bands that still do it and they're great. Yeah. They're great. Okay, so let's keep going. I mean, we're we're on a roll here. I think we're almost done. So, <laughs> uh, so the next song uh, more more long intros. <laughs> oh, please, I got I got you covered. Then, if you want a long intro, uh, the next one is The Selector, and the it came out in uh, 1979 again, and it's called On My Radio. you, you know The Selector. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Uh, The Two-Tone label and its various bands gave Ska a distinctively English voice, one that spoke to the rising political tensions of the era and the dangerous right-wing factions that had been cropping up at the time and whose ilk sadly still linger. Yeah, so this is another band that's also from Coventry.
1: Oh, awesome. Yeah, I had no idea. Keep in mind that uh, a lot of the work, pretty much everything, Aaron's reading. Like, if it sounds like he's reading, he's reading an article. Just, just, but it doesn't sound
0: like I'm reading because I'm an actor. And <laughs> the, the, the well, way I, keep
1: in mind, okay. th- these are not Aaron's opinions. No, these are not my <laughs> opinions. I'm literally reading it because I
0: wanted to say, you know, the, the guy, the guys that wrote this article, uh, yeah. the, m- obviously know what they're talking about. Sure, they're doing a great job.
1: You know, I just. You know, well, there was a you little. Read it? No, 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 no. Are you saying I'm that I'm not saying, a good reader? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is there was a little bit of an opinion nudge in that article. Oh, right. And I'm just. Oh, saying, I see right wing factions, and, yeah. and still today, and so there's an opinion there, and I'm just saying that's not that Aaron Who's, isn't adding that sorry, you know in the article.
0: You know what it was funny? I wasn't listening to what I was reading. I was just
1: reading to read. Yes. That, which is most of the time your job.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, anyway, thank you for pointing that out, Matt. I'm, You're welcome. I'm blue all the way through. So uh, that's a whole nother topic. Uh, let's go. This is called On My Radio. I do like this. You know what I like about it is the organ. Yep. Yeah. And the uh, playing off the
1: guitar. I Bad.
0: I like this. Yeah.
1: I like uh like I said, the the organ and the guitar playing off of each other back and forth. Yeah. Um and uh be a little honest, vocals lead leave me a little something to be desired.
0: Well, you know, I could see I'm sure it gets better as they go. It's definitely.
1: Well, okay, so here's the thing that I think a lot of these bands seem to be doing cuz like okay, we played now two special songs weren't on the list, but we played the 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 Specials version of Rudy and then we played that other special song Gangster. And I didn't mind the the vocals in Rudy, but ones in gangster i felt like oh, that's i don't know if i'd be pleased to listen to that all the time <laughs> mm-hmm. so like so i think Vance this time maybe depending on the necessity of the song would change how they'd sing it yeah i agree and it cuz a lot of their stuff uh, a lot of this stuff was politically motivated or politics were at the heart of it
0: yeah for sure next is fishbone all right fishbone you love fishbone Woo-hoo. fishbone uh party at ground zero in 1985 i didn't realize it was so long ago we actually suburban legends played with them uh, oh awesome uh, yeah it was great it was it was great and when this song came on it was a uh, i'm um, in the par- the whole it was a party starter it and is, like literally the song. whole room just went crazy yeah so it's a uh, yeah party at ground zero
2: Ground zero, every move, a star in you And the world will turn to flowing pink papers to wow.
0: you know saying that in the in the 1980s scob basically made its way to america right and fishbone is from los angeles correct which i didn't know but you obviously your correctness <laughs> <laughs> you know, anyway pick it up pick it up, pick uh, it up that booty. and so they they're, they're saying and i and i totally get this it in a genre notorious for being insular aloof and bundled up cool which is the two tone right. stuff right uh, fishbone Suggested ska could be positively epic, and I agree. This song right. is
1: epic. So that's sort of, and uh, if for those who may have seen or you know want to see, uh, in this is one of the things that in uh, pick it up uh, ska from the '90s that they talk about, sort of where third wave ska really sort of became. How should we? The word I think they most often use was wacky. Right, like this, just sort of ball of energy, just exploding, and that's like listening to that song. You hear what, like the heavy. Uh, you you can tell that um, you know '90s bands, ska mm-hmm. bands, were definitely influenced by this song. Oh, one hundred percent. And and, and yeah. Fishbone, and yeah. I'm I'm sure if you talk to you know uh, any of you know uh, no doubt, real big fish, say Ferris. Um, you know the boss tones like I'm sure if you talk to any of those bands they would most definitely point to Party at Ground Zero as a song that just sort of opened the gate of ska mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so yes I definitely think like this song and th- this may just be more because this is when I was watching MTV and stuff like 1985 I would have been 8 years old math is hard yeah eight years old oh, oh <laughs> so yeah um I was very I'd like to up. say that I haven't wasn't born yet
2: oh no <laughs>
1: You'd like to say? Oh no! Really? No. I, you know, I'm aloof on my age. Ooh. <laughs> so when you said I'd like to say that, <laughs> or maybe I am. I I don't know.
0: I do find myself night being a '90s baby. So, uh, okay. Here's our last one. I, I did skip a couple English beat. Um, blah blah blah. You know, but but I wanted to jump to this sort of later because you know we're we we do not want to just bore people with talking and stuff like that. But uh, on this list is Rancid.
1: Rancid, yes. And the
0: song is Time Bomb. And they're saying and this came out in 1995. And so we we're thinking like, well, you know, that Fishbone song, sure yeah. is 1980, mid-80s and right. and you could totally start seeing that it's starting to build. Right. They're saying that this this Rancid song is is representative of the sort of the crest of that third wave ska push.
1: Oh, sure. This, where yeah. it's not
0: necessarily a ska band, right? Right but they're embracing it giving it some more just energy to it.
1: Well cuz like um punk had sort of been on the rise, you know, with at the time like the Green Day and Offspring on K-Rock. Yeah. Um in the It's or, so
0: funny or, that that's in the article. Both of those Green yes. Day and Offspring, right? You, you know Cause your years. Cuz yeah. that's when
1: I was listening to K-Rock yeah. and stuff like that. You know, uh early days of high school. So um And then you influence Ska and you sort of, uh, no, uh, Tragic Kingdom came out in 95 as well. Yeah. So, like, you had, it definitely helped sort of bridge that gap. Bridge the gap, yeah. Right. Of what, you know, uh, had been second wave Ska with the specials and then coming to America, Mm -hmm. Fishbone. Yeah. Um, not, Not the movie coming to America, with Eddie Murphy yes but, queen but um you know uh, you know and then rancid sort of taking well obviously operation ivy which is yeah same same yeah <laughs> it's mentioned in the article all these all these names you know uh was uh when did operation ivy break up and i can't even think of it right now but i want to say late late 80s. Well, maybe if 90s. you're listening, please
0: <laughs> look Matt Vest up on, online <laughs> and start. Send
1: your sending. angry emails to yeah. Matt Vest. Uh, so, <laughs> this is called
0: Time Bomb Rant. So, we'll just play uh, a snippet of it. If you want to make a
2: movement then you better come in. It's just ability that reason that we're so fit living and dying and the
0: stories that are true it's so funny i didn't know that song was called time bomb i love this song
1: yeah did <laughs> it, it's such a great song oh I just, I, uh, um and the album that it's from is great. Um <laughs> no idea. And uh yeah, it's such a anytime that song comes on, like my ears perk up and just like, you know, super paying attention. Love that song. It's such a great song. It is. And here is an example of a band that, you know, no one <laughs> no one's gonna get mad at me for saying this. Should not shock anyone. Tim Armstrong. Not a classical trained voice, but makes it work within the genre that he's doing right um this you know metallica uh you know lead singer has the same yeah. sort of that rough
0: voice but here's the deal we to be successful in the music music industry you have to have a unique voice it right. doesn't necessarily be i mean if you're classically trained you're going to be able to sing longer and more consistent but you still right. got to have a, a unique voice well,
1: i'm just saying like tim armstrong isn't going to have you know a, a, a song where he holds a note for Three measures, <gasps> he's just not gonna have it. No, he's not, no, <laughs> he's, he's just not. not gonna have it. So, um, and there are ska bands where I've heard someone do that, and uh, usually it's on a record that they don't do it live, but because <laughs> <laughs> you know, jumping around, it's hard to do that stuff. Yeah. So, but, but my point is, like, there's a point, <laughs> my point is, and it sounds like I'm trashing his voice, and I'm not, it, it my- seems like with a take... okay, anyway, the point is, <laughs> the point is. You can you can make your voice work for you with the music that you create. Yeah, it, you don't have to have a perfect voice to be in a band. You just have to create music that works for you. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, so
0: <laughs> we did about seven, I think seven of the 10 uh, songs on that list. We're yes. going to link that article so you can take a look in. We're also going to link the playlist that they put that on. The takeaway is, uh, bam, the foundation, it has a lot of good songs. It does. And then some not good songs, but it doesn't matter. These are all the foundation of ska music. Also, the takeaway is Tim Armstrong doesn't sing. Matt thinks <laughs> sings well. Uh, he doesn't. That's, yeah, not, that's what that's he said. Not, no. That's what Matt said. And that other songs, just not good. He, I'm he, just he, saying, he, his unique,
1: unique voice. Oh, what's that? It's the airplane <laughs> that I'm getting on to leave this podcast. Bye. Yes.
0: We are in Colombia this week. Uh, ska around the world. Matt challenged me to Colombia. And so I had to search far and wide. And I'll be honest, I didn't have to search that long. I was able to find a band very, very quickly. Uh, a band from Colombia is called Mojiganga. Mojiganga. That <laughs> sounds like Japanese, but it's not. It's, it's Colombian. Wow. Mojiganga. And actually, uh, that in that translates into English as a farce or piece of clowning wow. or masquerade. So Mojiganga. Uh Yeah, so they've been around since 1995, and they are still currently making music and touring. So Awesome. Uh, they just came out with a new single uh, this year, uh, and I'm going to be playing that specific song. Uh, they are, Mojiganga is often credited as being among the most representative bands of the Columbia's underground scene during the 90s and 2000s. And they've been, remained independent uh, and have put out six studio records a one live record and several singles and which is hard to do when you are when you don't have the investors and the money to do that. Sure. Especially yeah. in the, the mid nineties and early two thousands when yeah. you don't have your own home studios to do that. They've had many, many, uh, line, uh, lineups during their career, different lineups. Uh, but it's they so still have five so, of its I've founding never heard members ska bands having different lineups. It's so <laughs> I mean, weird. It's, such it's such a unique nice, experience as <laughs> a rotating members. But uh, they still have five of its of its founder members. a founder menders. <laughs> talking is hard, kid. man. Talking is so hard. So five of the the original members are still there and they're still active and they're still recording and producing mu- music videos and stuff. So it's pretty awesome. Um, there's a lot of history, obviously. They, a lot of their public and critics in Colombia positioned the band as one of the most important acts of the punk scene in Colombia at that time wow. when they were out uh, in the 90s and early 2000s. They their fir- they had a thousand official copies of the cassette, and that was at the cassette times when, when you <laughs> sold ah, cassettes. Cassette. Uh, they did really well. and They re- released the, uh, their third album, the first one on CD, and yeah, everything was great. Seven cover songs. I mean, we can go on and on about it. Uh, they've shared the stage with bands like The Offspring and No Effects Less Than Jake uh, and everybody else that I've never heard of. Uh, yeah, so, so, so. <laughs> they have a ton of songs and they're still active, so please go check them out at MojigangaBand.com. CO because that's Colombia's. oh yeah it's yeah, not .com .co. Uh the song I'm going to play for you again was released this year uh, it's called Pueblo Calavera but it's not it's a single it's again they're not you know they're like most bands just putting out singles now so uh, this is it Pueblo Calavera from Mojiganga
2: Burn! Nos esquivando balas en este país. Unos cuantos se salvan las mismas promesas de ayer. Igual estaremos un siglo después. Somos tantos, seguimos creyendo las mismas noticias, portando pendejos, estando la vida, viviendo con miedo. Pueblo calavera se sigue pudriendo. Pueblo calavera, pueblo calaverá.
0: Pueblo Pueblo Calefera Pueblo Calefera
1: That's fun. I like that. Was that the entire song? No, I stopped it. Oh, okay. But no, it, no, I mean- no, I just some Punk ska songs. Like, they can be, oh, like, a minute. I see what you're saying. <laughs> like, no, no, no,
0: no. That was... Da- I, I just cut it off because it was fun. Oh, sure. Uh, this is an older song. This is actually their most played song that they have on Spotify. This oh. is called Relajacion. <laughs> I think that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Here's uh, this one. It's definitely uh, older. I wanted to play, you know, a difference between something newer and sure. stuff like that. But yeah. what I like about it is it's, it sounds like them playing it live. Like, that doesn't sound like it's produced... Hmm. Overproduced. Like, it's just like that's a band. Right. And I bet you they sound exactly like that live. Yeah. Next time I'm in (laughs) Colombia, I'll tell you. (gasps) Yeah. So here we go. I like it, it's so fun. Yeah, I
1: do. I like it. A a beat? Yeah. Sounds like it'd be great. Talking
0: about washing something new tomorrow.
1: Did you like look up the lyrics?
0: No, no, no. I, I, I took five years of Spanish in high
1: school. <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> uh, I can't speak it. Anyway, five. that, that wait, is... Wait, wait, wait. You went to high school for five years? No, no. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. no.
0: No. Uh, so in middle school, I took Spanish. Oh, okay. So I, I got all the way up to AP Spanish 5 oh. in high school. Uh, I could not speak a lick of it.
1: Can you? So you understand it? You
0: I know. used to. I used um, to understand it all, and then I would be able to speak very basic. I mean, for five years of Spanish, even AP Spanish, I went, I was in AP Spanish well, three, AP Spanish four, and no. AP Spanish five. I, you'd think that I would know more, but I, I got out of high
1: school without learning a language,
0: or even English. I could. I could
1: tell. <laughs> How dare you? Hey, you said it, but you wanted to be in a band. <laughs> yeah,
0: who needs languages? Simply, simply put, we don't need school. <laughs>
1: So overrated.
0: Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, hey. So it's time for I. Well, okay. <laughs> different thing. It's still a different thing. Uh, we're gonna jump right in. We were talking about and uh, thinking about just uh, you know this past year and some fun moments in ska in our personal lives, not yeah. necessarily you know big time things, but right. Yeah, what happened this year that you think is a memorable event for you? So I just wrote and. The things I'm going to list off, they're not... So, when you said one thing, you meant uh, several things. Yes. Okay. Uh,
1: Did I put one thing? You did. (laughs) You
0: said, we're going to talk about the best thing. I don't think you said things, I'm pretty Uh sure. Nah, whatever. But I'm enjoying this candy (laughs) cane right
1: now, so... (laughs) So, you're like, talk away. So, you can keep talking. Um, So, you know, I'm going to list off some things, some highlights of uh, Scott related things. Sorry, (laughs) this rapper is... (laughs) It's hard to get it open. It's, you know, the, if you just hold it over there. Uh, you know, the loop that
0: goes over, like the actual candy cane yes, part? Uh-huh. I've already eaten the bottom half. This is, it's
1: kind of stuck in the wrapper. So keep going. Uh oh. Um, so, yeah, I went and what month? I feel like it was April of 2019. I went and saw the world premiere of uh, Pick It Up, Ska in the 90s, the Scott documentary movie. Um, which you can uh now buy at uh com. <laughs> um, um but I saw it and that was like it was a very surreal moment just because there were lots of people from bands that I know yeah um bands that do currently play some that don't uh it was just sort of like you know and you know um yeah it was just a weird moment and to watch it and just realize like you know, cause they talked a lot in the movie about like Scott in pop culture and stuff at the time. And yeah. it was just like, Oh yeah, I remember that. And I, and you know, they would show news clips from stuff, but people yeah. talking about like, there's a scene where like Carson Daly from MTV at the time was like dressed all Scott and stuff. And it was just like, ah, oh, he's, it's so, it's so tough. Cause he's trying <laughs> so hard. He's trying, he can't. He, that's awesome, so, he's trying. so that was a super fun moment. And then, um, uh, went to a uh, half past two show for the tenth anniversary of their first. I, just album. Want,
0: I want to point out to everybody that Matt is reading. How dare you reading what he's writing? So just in case you were wondering,
1: it's just it's just so I don't forget <laughs> stuff. Uh, went to the tenth anniversary of Half Past Two's album. Uh, it's about time. That was a good time because I came away with a with an inflatable Death Star <laughs> that they had thrown out. And here's how and here's how we got it. This is how I found out I was getting it. My kid, my my older teenage kid that lives in our house, uh, and if it sounds like I'm being weirdly vague, it's because foster care is involved, and I can't I can't give things away. So anyway, uh, high school age kid, he goes with me to the show, and I am getting merchandise at the end of the show in the back, and he is off doing his own thing I turn around from getting the merchandise and all of a sudden he's just there holding this like big blow-up Death Star which I'd seen earlier so <laughs> yeah, I knew yeah. where it was from so like I'm just like of course he's ending up with it of course, <laughs> of course he's getting it if that's who my kid is like that's who he is <laughs> he just he got it he went and grabbed it and now it's exactly it yeah. and, now, and now we've got it so that, that was fun uh Bruhaha, um which was a local ska festival down here in Southern California. Uh, in September that was uh, just seeing a bunch of bands and seeing a bunch of you know it was kind of like all these people gathered together so that was a fun time uh suburban seeing suburban legends uh, acoustic that was yes queen that was uh, a fun experience because you know usually you don't see bands acoustic so no and you know when we did that
0: uh <laughs> we didn't practice we just kind of just did it <laughs> Well, so I was glad it, we all walked off the stage going, that was a lot better than we thought it would
1: be. <laughs> well, because, like, you're good at your job. Let's just put it that way. Like, you're good at what you do. We so. try. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you've played those songs, some of them up to like 20 years. Man, no, no. We've
0: only been a band for a few years.
1: <laughs> you started yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I saw Real Big Fish this year, and that was great. Well, and Real Big Fish and, is always great. Yeah. They're consistently great. <clears throat> well, I don't see them every year, so that's why I'm pointing it out this year. So that was a uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, those sound like great things. Yeah,
0: I was trying to think about this because we come from different sort of perspectives on it. All. Sure. I don't, I don't go to shows very often. It's funny because we were talking about it earlier. Yeah. Like the last show, we only, I think only went to one show this year, not including the shows that we play. Right. Uh, and it was Mariana's Trench, and that's like my favorite band. Like, literally of all time right now. Yeah. Uh, not my favorite songs of all time, but my favorite band. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But uh, favorite band of all time, Ariana's Trench. So it was just great to be there and, and see that. But that's not... So I, like as far as like ska moments or whatever, no. I don't have many. Uh, we did play that brouhaha. Uh, it, that moment for me was just, it was loud. I just remember it being (laughs) very, very, very loud. Well, there's a lot
1: of people you're playing for. Yeah, but on stage it was so loud, and it shouldn't have been that loud.
0: (laughs) Um, The, you know, always playing at Downtown Disney and seeing all these people show up, because it's nice, because it's free for them. And so anybody can just come and just hang out. Uh, We did two two acoustic shows, which were both great. Yeah, we had a great time. Uh, But I think the mo- my favorite ska moment was finding out that you know Brian Brian Robertson was a trombone player for Suburban Legends and I'm not sure if he's currently is still it's funny because we're <laughs> in the same band together but Brian <laughs> no, Robertson I and mean, I've been friends since high school I mean we yeah, yeah. and he was a groomsman at my wedding and he is just the nicest guy in the world he was selling merchandise for real big fish for a while. Yeah. And that's kind of his of his like main job. And then he would come and we'd play shows, Superman Legends, but we never tour with Superman Legends anymore. And then all of a sudden he moved to Japan and he's having a new life in Japan. But on top of that, he now is the trombone player for right. Real Big Fish. Yeah. I think to me that's like the biggest Ska news for me <laughs> right. and ska moment is is him sort of upgrade, <laughs> upgrading <laughs> bands. <laughs> uh to to Fish and he's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he looks great up there and he sounds great playing it. So we, forgot, we both forgot to mention one very important ska thing oh. this year. Oh, <laughs> this ska podcast that we started this oh, year. Oh, that's right. We started this this year. <laughs> pick
0: it up, pick it up, pick it up that booty. So,
1: uh, all right, now, picks of the week. Uh, you're going to go up first with your pick, Matt. Uh, my my uh, pick of the week is from the band Chase Long Beach.
2: Oh, no.
1: Uh, oh, actually, no. actually, my finger slipped. I was going to push this. Yes, <laughs> They were queen. next to each other. <laughs> um, I mean, it is kind of a little bit of an oh, no, because they're, they're no longer together. So. Okay. Oh,
2: That's cool. no. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> I mean, maybe that was over <gasps> a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But Chase Long Beach, great band from Southern California. They're (laughs) obviously they're from Long Beach, California. (laughs) Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, And this song is off their 2009 album, and the song is called uh, "Where's My Time Stick." And it's I think it's just a great ska punk song, and uh, definitely one of my favorites of the last ten years. I love this album and uh, this song, <clears throat> and uh, it's they're really one of the bands that I can point to and go. This is a band who understood like, like, did the thing that I like that like tempo changes and sort of like going from that punk aggressive sound to that ska sound, yeah. that you know the the upbeat, the upstroke, and stuff like that. So like. Yeah, I just that that always is what attracts me to bands, uh, the ability sort of to a uh,
0: musicality, just changing Ch- changing and, tempos and yeah.
1: changing sort of how you're singing and, and you know uh, whether it's a faster verse and a slower chorus or vice versa or any of that stuff. Yeah, that's always what uh, I've liked about Chase Long Beach. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Yeah, uh, I picked uh, so my pick of the week is from Bim Scala Bim, and their band. It sort of goes in line with what we were talking about earlier. The essential, you know, the the ten essential ska songs. Um, that's sort of the building blocks. And the this this band, along with the Toasters, mm-hmm. they both started in the '80s, and um, and this is out of Boston, and they're they're more two tone than anything right. else, but they helped you know kick-start the third wave of ska they, uh, they w- took a hiatus in 2002 They they came back in 2009 and they still are playing now currently awesome uh, and they have like nine albums and stuff like that so uh bim scala bim a ska punk band from Boston but influenced by two-tone music <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired here we go uh, this is called step up to me If you gotta put it on, put it on me. And if you gotta step it up, step up to me.
2: You need somewhere to put the blame. Well, hand me down the whip and chain. So now I feel the lashes crack. Soon we will be rolling off my back.
0: What I like about that is the the melodies are fun and yeah.
1: the trombones are so cool. Yeah. yeah, good trombones. Yeah. I uh yeah, I you know, this will probably make a lot of people mad, but I I love trombone is my favorite like, you know, instrument and school. <gasps> Just uh, I do too. Like, a, a, a real good trombone player where they're yeah. sliding. Oh, man. It yes. sounds so good. Um, it helps with the like bounciness of it to me. But, yes... Well, that's the last episode of 2019, man, and it's a doozy. I just looked over, man. We're in an an hour hour and five. (laughs) I know. When we uh, don't have a guest or anything, usually we've been hovering around like 45 minutes. Yeah. But uh, we talked a lot. We talked a lot. Way too much. But you know what?
0: I we appreciate you listening, and if you're hearing this, uh, that means you made it all the way through. You made it to the end. Six minutes.
1: So um, while we don't have a definitive return date, but um, for 2020. we suspect that it'll at least be by mid-January. Man, I, I'd say
0: first, second week, third week. I mean, we didn't discuss it yet. We haven't sat down, but it's going to happen. Yeah, so we're we. yeah. We have
1: too many ideas. That- it's not a hiatus. It literally is just a couple weeks off Yeah. the holidays. Yes, that's pretty much what it is. Um, you know. So yeah, thanks for hanging out. And you know what? Once again, if there's any topic you want us to discuss, um, please email us. Yeah uh on the upbeat ska at gmail.com. Of course you can find us on social media on Instagram um, at on the upbeat ska on Instagram. So um, yeah send us a message there and thanks for listening. Bye. And a happy holidays and have a great new year. Ho ho ho
2: work oh, work oh, to me yes. every work 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 you see me tell me day, work will shoot your eye out kid pick it up that boo